Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. My name is Spencer. This is my podcast where I read the dictionary. I am recording a TikTok video. If you go to at Spejampar, S-P-E-J-A-M-P-A-R, the effect on my face is making me look younger, supposedly like a teenager, which is smoothing my face out of all the wrinkles. To be perfectly honest, I don't really have much wrinkles, so it's a little weird, but uh, you can look at, see what I supposedly look like? Young? Anyway, the first uh, word in this episode is doorstop. One word, noun from 1878. One, a usually rubber-tipped device attached to a wall or floor to prevent damaging contact between an opened door and the wall. And maybe I'll put in a sound effect of that thing that they make. Let's end this video. Okay, that video is posted on the TikTok. You can go look at it and all the other silly videos that I have made over there. Follow me, share me, do all those things. Uh, since I'm talking about it real quick, I will say um, you can follow the, this podcast on social media at DictionaryPod, Twitter, Instagram. There's a Facebook page. You can just look up The Dictionary and find the logo. Uh, my personal Instagram, Twitter is at SpeedJampar. Also, uh, you can email me at this show, dictionarypod at gmail.com. You can call the Google Voice number or text it, I guess, to 917-727-5757. And if you want, I will uh, put your voicemail in an episode and I will comment on it. Uh, what else? There is a Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Uh, $1 a month gets you early episodes. $5 a month gets you exclusives. Like if there is a video component when there's a guest, uh, that might go up there. Uh, what else? Merchandising. There is a link to T Public in the show notes. You can buy some merchandising. Um, share and subscribe this show, uh, subscribe to it, share it, send the links to the people that you know, put it on your own social media, uh, what else, uh, rate and review, very important, very important to give the algorithms the sustenance that they need to survive, uh, so rate and review this show. All right, I think that's enough. Let's go on to the second definition for the word doorstop, a device as a wedge or weight for holding a door open. I love how creative people have gotten with these. Uh, with the, I get, I don't know if it was the advent of, of the internet or what it was exactly, but for some reason in the last 20 years or so, we've been seen make very fun pop culture, pop culture related uh, things. Uh, not just with doorstops, uh, but but other just other things, fun things. I don't know if it's something about my generation that we grew up in the '80s, and when we got older, we just started making all these fun things. Uh, so uh, yeah, maybe I'll uh, find a couple fun doorstops uh, links and I'll put them in the show notes. Uh, let's see. And then yeah, the the rubber tip device that you attach to the wall or floor. The number one definition. It's just a thing that you should probably put on uh, maybe your wall uh, to stop to stop. Uh, yeah, the the floor too. I'm actually looking at one. We have one of these things that's uh, just a skinny little thing poking out. So if you if you force the door open real fast, uh, and if it 
goes and hits hits the wall, it'll hit the doorstop first so it doesn't uh, punch a hole in the wall. So it's just a whole lot smarter to buy a cheap little thing to put on the floor or the wall instead of having to pay to fix your wall. Because why would you want to do that? And then, yeah, some of them, uh, they're, uh, they're springy. And I just remember fond memories of when I was a kid just playing with the just flicking it and it goes I've also seen some cute videos of puppies playing with those things that's doorstop uh okay I have to do a sound effect now uh which is the end of the one word and here comes the next word and I think I'll do something like um like um boo up it's just short and sweet see if I evolve it at all The next word is door, two, door, three words with hyphens. Adjective from 1902. Going or made, or made by going, to each house in a neighborhood, as in door-to-door salespeople. Also as in a door-to-door canvas, and that is canvas with two S's, and I think that's when you're like canvassing the neighborhood, talking to the people in the neighborhood, seeing what they think, maybe getting some signatures for something. Uh, So that would be a canvas that is made by going to each house. And then the people who go to each house are the door-to-door salespeople or something. Uh, Maybe you gotta sell magazines for your school so you can get something cool. That would be, uh, you're going door-to-door, you're door-to-door sales child. Door-to-door is an adverb. There used to be a lot more of this back in the day uh, when people were, I guess, at home more often or maybe like the husband was at work and the wife was at home taking care of the home and uh, there would be door-to-door salesmen. What, what, what did they sell? Vacuums, knife sets, accordions, um, other things maybe? Yeah, I don't know. This is not not so much when I was growing up or these days, but uh, you know, there's still still a little bit of door to door, especially for politics. I think it's the biggest biggest thing these days for politics. The next word is doorway, noun from 1666. Hmm. One. Well, let's look at the word door. When did that come? Before the 12th century. So we didn't really have the word doorway until like 400, 500 years later? Hmm. One, the opening that a door closes. <laughs> the opening that a door closes. Especially, I don't know why I found that so funny. The, a door closes that opening. Especially an entrance into a building or room. And then number two is the number three definition for the word door, which is a means of access or participation, uh, opportunity. That's another one. That's a synonym, like like the doorway to your future. Uh, yeah, doorways. I mean, yeah, when the door is open, there is a doorway. And then when the door is closed, there is no door, no doorway. Sometimes there's just a doorway and no door. Maybe there was a door and you took the door off. Maybe you just punched a hole in the do- the wall and you made a doorway and you haven't put a door up. You just don't want a door there, but you need a way to get from room to room. 
If there's no doorway, you can't leave the room. You're stuck. Okay. Um, but I can't figure out how to do this without context, this, this singy, songy sound effect. Ba-ba-doo-boop. The next word is dooryard. Noun from circa 1764. A yard next to the door of a house. That's a door. I've never heard of this. A dooryard. The yard that is next to the door of a house is the dooryard. There's, it's just the, the, the yard specifically for the door. Hmm, that's an odd one. Next. Doo-wop, doo-wop, doo-wop. Yeah, it's the word doo-wop. That's the sound that I'm trying to make. D-O-O hyphen W-O-P, noun from 1969. A vocal style of rock and roll characterized by the a cappella singing of nonsense syllables in rhythmical support of the melody. Do-ba-ba-dee-ba-bow. Boop, boop, ba zoo ba boop. Uh, yeah, it's from the nonsense syllables typical of the style. The words doo-wop, they might literally sing doo-wop, and the song style is called doo-wop. Of course, the first example that I uh, think of is the Weird Al song, One More Minute. Um, one more minute with you. And then, of course, there's these, like, three or four backup singers singing along. I'll put a clip in. Cause I'd rather spend eternity eating shards of... Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, there's a lot of other good examples, but uh, be- of course, because I'm uh, a weird nerd from the 80s, uh, that of <laughs> Weird Al, Weird Al is always the the where, the, the where, where my brain goes. Doo-wop. Doo-boo-doo-bop. The next word is doozy, spelled D-O-O-Z-Y or D-O-O-Z-I-E. It could also be doozer. I guess that's just essentially the same word, but not the same word. Doozy. Uh, doozy doozer. This is a noun from 1916. An extraordinary one of its kind. Oh, that is a doozy. This podcast is clearly a doozy. It is extraordinary in all the ways because I have probably made more episodes in a short amount of time than any other podcast has in the same amount of time. Um, This is perhaps an alternative of the word daisy, like the the flower. Uh, Did somebody try to call a fancy daisy a doozy? That's a doozy of a daisy, if I ever saw one before. Hmm, that's that's an odd, uh, odd etymology. I wonder how the people figured that out. Maybe I'll go to Etim online and see if I can find more etymology information for doozy. Watch that first step. It's a doozy. I love doozies, or just calling things doozies. Even if it's not extraordinary. Extraordinary? It's a weird word. It's every you're you're a doozy. I'm a doozy. We're all doozies because we're all extraordinary in our own ways. Doobaboobop. The next word is dopa or dopa. Dopa, dopa. D O P A. Noun from 1917. 
This is a phenolic amino acid, C9H11NO4, occurring naturally or prepared synthetically. Uh, compared to L-DOPA, which I guess we'll see in the L's. Yeah, it's just the letter L hyphen and then DOPA. Um, so it is occurring naturally as in broad beans, whatever broad beans are, and then it occurs, uh, or it's prepared synthetically as from tyrosine or tyrosine. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not very familiar with this. I am more familiar with the next word. Um, but DOPA comes from dihydroxyphenylalanine. And so it took the D at the beginning of dihydroxy and then the O from the oxy in that same word, and then the P from the beginning of phenylalanine, and then the A that's in the middle of that word between the two L's, phenylalanine, then you have dopa. Dopa, 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 doop. That's not at all what I meant to do, but it's fine. So the next word is dopamine, Noun from 1959, a monoamine, C8, H11, N, O2, that is decarboxylated, oh no, that, yes, that is a decarboxylated form of DOPA and that occurs especially as a neurotransmitter in the brain. Oh, this is, this is a whole thing. The, the, the dopamine receptors, the dopamine, what things give you, the dopamine things that make you happy give you dopamine, or is it the other way around? Is it the things that give you the dopamine or making you happy? Hmm. I don't know which way that goes, but uh, but yeah, there's a lot of things. Oh, I'm definitely going to put a link in the show notes because this is a big a big topic, I feel like, and I don't know enough to uh, to talk about it. But yeah, things that give you this dopamine, whether it's food or sex or drugs or TV or movies or people or experiences, um, uh, activities, uh, all of these things can give you dopamine. And of course, it depends on your brain chemistry. Uh, Some people might get more from some things, less from other things. And uh, yeah, I, I have a pretty good feeling that, of course, listening to this podcast gives you just all of the dopamine, and it just makes your brain so, so happy. Uh, Yeah, that's all I can say, pretty much. Uh, So go look at the show notes, do some research if you want to know more about dopamine. Doop, doop. The next word is also related. Dopaminergic. I didn't say that right. Dopaminergic. The ner is emphasized. Dopaminergic, adjective from 1966, liberating, activated by, or involving dopamine or related substances. So, liberating dopamine, activated by dopamine, or involving dopamine, or of course related substance. This, the, all of these things would be called dopaminergic. So I guess this podcast is dopaminergic. Next is dopant, D-O-P, 
A-N-T, noun from 1962, an impurity added usually in minute amounts to a pure substance to alter its properties. And the example, I guess, of one of the properties would be its conductivity. Like what, its electricity conductivity? How much does it conduct electricity? So this is a thing, so that there's a pure substance, and then you add this thing called a dopant, which is an impurity, and you're making it you want to alter this pure substance's properties in some way. Why, I don't know. But if you want to, uh, then that, then, yeah, you're adding a dopant. Uh, it is from the second form of the word dope, which is coming up real fast. Uh, so let's get there. First, we have... The word dope, D-O-P-E, first form... Noun from 1786. This is not the one that dopant came from. 1A, a thick liquid or pastry preparation is a dope. I don't really uh, make the pastries, so I'm not familiar with this dope word in terms of pastries or thick liquids. I have never heard of that. Hmm, hmm, interesting. 1B, a preparation for giving a desired quality to a substance or surface. Okay. Two, preparation for giving dope. Yeah, again, I don't think I know this one. Number two, absorbent or absorbent material used in various manufacturing processes as the making of dynamite. Yeah, this is fat. I've never heard of these. So it's an absorbent material called dope used to manufacture things um, like dynamite. So what is it, where, how, what do you, what is it absorbing? Is it part of the dynamite or you just use it while you're making the dynamite? It's called dope. Okay, well, the etymology might uh, give us a bit more. We're not quite there yet, though, because we have 3A1, an illicit habit-forming, or narcotic drug. Now, there is an especially, which I have a bit of an issue with and for, on a couple levels. The especially synonym is the word marijuana. And first off, I have to say, and I've said this before, the, you, you gotta really, the dictionary really should be using the word cannabis here. That is more the proper term than marijuana. Marijuana is more of like the Spanish kind of slang I mean, I guess that's the Spanish word for cannabis, but it's more of a slang word. And uh, yeah, so that's that's that. The other thing is, um, maybe it's because this book is old, but I think it's pretty well known at this point that cannabis is not not habit-forming, really. Uh, not like a lot, a lot of other things are. Uh, I don't think you could call it a narcotic drug. It is technically illicit in a lot of places just because it's illegal, but that's clearly changing. So um, I think I think the better word here to use in, in especially would be heroin. Uh, that is la- often called dope. 
in the uh, the underground scene on the black market. Um, yeah, Mar- heroin is definitely called dope more than marijuana. Now, back in the day in the 60s and stuff, people would call marijuana dope. So that's that's what they called it. But that's really changed a lot. So I wonder if newer versions of this book have uh, have updated that. Okay, we talked about that. Now we have 3A2. Again, this is going to be similar probably. A preparation given to a racehorse to help or hinder its performance. You're you're doping it up. Um, of course, we hear that phrase. Uh, well, that might be talked about in the next word. But yeah, doping, uh, using drugs to help or hurt a performance. Usually, people are using it on themselves or uh, these animals to help their performance. But I guess if somebody's trying to uh, to uh, throw the race or screw somebody else over, they might dope a horse or another animal to make it do a bad job and make it make it all high and be like, whoa, what are we even doing here? Why are we racing for money? And why do we let these humans make us do these things? And uh, do I have to chase? What am I chasing? Why am I chasing it? What is this thing that I'm... Look at my hands. Oh, my God. I don't feel like running right now. I just want to take a nap or eat some chips. <laughs> that was the horse or dog talking about its its racing. Okay. Next, 3B. This is chiefly Southern, and it is a cola drink. Wow. Yeah, I've definitely never heard a cola drink described as dope. But... It does kind of make sense because Coca-Cola specifically did used to literally have cocaine in it. So it's not that much of a stretch. 3C. A stupid person is a dope. I wonder when that one started. Was it because of what? Because was it related to the drugs? Uh, were, Were stupid people called dopes before the drug? Did they... Were they acting like they were on drugs, or did they... Yeah, what what, what came first? How is that? I assume it's connected to the drugs thing in some way, but yeah, I'm not entirely sure how. You're such a dope on the dope, drinking some dope. Number four, information, especially from a reliable source, as in the inside dope. Usually, I think you hear the inside scoop, but I guess some people say dope. Yeah, maybe I've heard that before. You got the dope? Well, I have some drugs. No, no, I want information. I don't want drugs. Oh, I don't have uh, information, but uh, that guy over there, he's got some uh, dope information that you might like. So this is from the Dutch word dupe, D-O-O-P, which means sauce. From dopen, which means to dip. Hmm. Now there is uh, the tobacco. When you dip tobacco... Uh, you're putting it in your lip, and I wonder if that's connected here. It is akin to the Old English dipon, which means to dip. So you're dipping a sauce. Maybe it's a thick liquid or pastry preparation. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. The, the, the pastry thing, that really got me confused. Doo-wop, doo-wop, doo-wop. The second form of dope, this is the verb form from 1889, starting with transitive. One, to treat or affect with dope, especially to give a narcotic to. 
a lot of people in the Olympics and other things have been uh, have been uh, canceled. That's not the right word. They've been stripped of their awards. They've been disqualified because they found out that they were doping. Uh, but there's a lot of examples of it's like, eh, maybe maybe you're being a little too harsh. Number two, the synonym is figure out, and this is usually used with the word out. So dope out, figure out. Let's figure out what we're doing here. Let's dope it out. It's not a phrase that I use. Three, to treat with a dopant. Uh, yeah, so that's the thing that the, the impurity that is added in minute amounts to a pure substance to alter its properties. Hmm. Well, that definitely is uh, similar to when you're doping yourself or doping an animal to alter its properties, to alter its performance, either positively or negatively. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. But clearly it can be used for other things too. Uh, Intransitive is to make dope. (laughs) Okay, what kind of dope are we talking about here? To make awesome? Uh, Well, that's our next word actually. Uh, But what to make dope? Maybe that is the next one. Doper is a noun. So quickly, let's talk about... Do-wop, 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 do-wop. I'm trying to think of other ways to say that, but I can't really think of any. The third form of dope is an adjective from 1981. It is slang. The synonym is excellent. This is used as a generalized term of approval. I approve of it. It's dope. Let's make it dope. That's dope. This podcast is dope. Not really, but I'd like to think it is. You're dope for listening. That is 100% true. Even if it's just one episode, you're dope. I like dope things. Let's call everything dope. boo 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 That's not really doo-wop music. That's more jazzy. Doo-wop? I'll just do that. The next word is dopehead. One word, noun from 1903. It is a drug addict. They're on the dope. They're a dopehead. Whatever dope you want to call it. I don't really think people use this too much. Maybe there are some people. Maybe some very closed-minded old people. Do-wop. The next word is dopester. Noun from 1907. A forecaster of the outcome of future events as sports contests or elections. Well, this is interesting. I have no etymology here. They're a forecaster, so they're a dopester. But what? Where's the? What's the dope? What? 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 How are we using dope here? I don't remember any of these definitions that talked about predicting anything at all. That's blowing my mind. Do a do a do up do up. Dopey is next. D o p e y, or you can take out the e. Adjective from. 1896. The other forms are dopier and dopiest. 1A. Dulled by alcohol or a narcotic. Oh, you got real dopey when you got dulled by alcohol. Don't be so dopey. 1B. The synonyms are sluggish and stupefied. 2. The synonyms are stupid and fatuous. As in, Dopey sitcoms.
dopely is an adverb, and dopiness is a noun. Dopey was always my favorite of the seven dwarfs. I mean, I don't know. I just related to him a lot, I guess. I think he was the only one who... See, the only one who didn't have facial hair. He looked a lot younger. He didn't have glasses. I guess most of them didn't have glasses. He had big old dopey ears. He was just very goofy and funny and happy. And uh, yeah, I like dopey. But why wouldn't I like dopey? The uh, next, uh, he didn't talk, did he? Did he never said a word? I don't think. Do 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 up do up do up. Doping, with an i n g noun from 1900. The use of a substance or technique to illegally improve athletic performance. So examples of the substance would be an anabolic steroid or erythro. Poetine? I don't know that word. Erythropoietin. E-R-Y-T-H-R-O-P-O-I-E-T-I-N. Oh, I am. We're going to get to that and the E's. I have no idea how to say that word. Uh, the technique, an example, would be blood doping. So you're injecting this stuff into your blood. Yep, this is a big thing in... Uh, what what wrestling uh uh what are those muscle shows you know those muscle muscle shows um fitness fitnessing why does the brain just shut down every time i try and think of something um yeah just just the whole working out thing uh you know those those contests the mr universe or mrs universe and uh, yeah, when, they, when they're trying to get all big muscles and stuff, just to, just to be pretty, they might do some doping. Our last word, doop, doop, doop. It is doppelganger. Um, this is spelled D-O-P-P-E-L-G-A-N-G-E-R. You can spell it with the umlaut over the A, the two dots, uh, or not. Either way is fine. And uh, what were those things called? Those little accents. They were called something with the D, I think, right? Because um, I think there was another name for the umlaut. I don't think I'm going to be able to find it. Ooh, I wish I, I wish I remembered. It was wish I remember what those things were called. Um, but yes, I believe in this case it is a, a, an umlaut because I believe, yeah, you could say uh, duple. No, doppelganger doppelganger or da, 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 doppel what's the difference there there's no difference what is the difference doppel i think doppelganger would probably be also appropriate i'm not entirely sure um okay what is a doppelganger i'll just say that it is a noun from 1851 number one a ghostly counterpart counterpart of a living person. What living people have a ghostly counterpart? I think that this is more in uh, fiction, fantasy, sci-fi stories. Uh, I don't know of any examples of this specific definition, a ghostly counterpart. Uh, But we have 2A. 2A is the 2A definition for the word double. 
So maybe a person who looks just like you, uh, your twin, um, in the show Twin Peaks, there are actually doppelgangers. There are sort of like negative or alternate versions of a person that look exactly the same, but they, uh, or maybe sometimes they're created. There could be multiple versions created for some reason, but they all physically look the same. They're just not that. They're just a different version of it. Uh, yeah, that actually is a whole big plot point in uh, in the Twin Peaks world. Uh, 2B, it is the B definition for alter ego. Uh, okay, so like a, like a superhero. They got an alter ego. Or maybe um, a person, a person like, uh, like Al Yankovic. His alter ego is Weird Al Yankovic, although I don't know how different they actually are. They're probably fairly different. Uh, lots of people have like a stage name, a performance of, uh, you know, when they put on a mask or a, or a hat or a, uh, a wig or a clothes or a cloak or something, uh, they put on their alter ego, which can also be called doppelganger. I don't have one of those yet. Maybe someday I will. Right now, it's just me. To see a person who has the same name as another so this doesn't have anything to do with looking like another person, but they just have the same name. I guess that's also doppelganger. Hmm. Uh, let's see, where is this word from? It is German. From doppel, which means double, and ganger or gonger, which means goer. G-O-E-R. So double goer? That uh, doesn't translate into English that well. Yeah, doppelganger. I would have loved to have somebody from Twin Peaks on. Uh, Kyle MacLachlan, he has multiple doppelgangers in the show, especially in the third season. And uh, But uh, since uh, he's not on this one, but I would really, really, really love to get him on the episode for uh, where I got Donut and Douglas Fir, because those are also two big Twin Peaks things. So I think I sent out a tweet, but I may have to uh, send out another one or something. He's a very important busy, expensive person. All right, well, it's time to reread the words. We had doorstop, door-to-door, doorway, dooryard, doo-wop, doozy, dopa, dopamine, dopaminergic, dopant, dope, 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 dopehead, dopester, dopey, doping, and doppelganger. Hmm... There, I must have a doppelganger out there. People have told me that I look like people or they know somebody who looks like me or I've met people who kind of similar. I mean, a lot of people have said I look like Seth Rogen, but it's only the facial hair and the kind of curly hair and the glasses that make me look like him. We don't actually look anything alike, I don't think. Uh, I mean, I guess we look more similar to each other than, you know, a lot of other people. Um, so what do I want to pick? I mean, Doppelganger's a good one. I like Dopey. Doo-wop music is good. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Let's pick, uh, let's pick a Doppelganger. Everybody's got a Doppelganger out there. There's probably somebody who looks like you. It'd be great if I could do this in doo-wop music, but I don't think I can do that. No, no, I don't think that's going to happen. Doppelganger, do you look like me? You can probably find pictures of me on my social media. 
Let me know if you look like me. We are doppelgangers. All right, that's it for that. Um, yeah, we haven't really watched any movies since uh, since the last time I talked about From the Head. We've been watching more TV shows. Uh, catching up with Bob's Burgers. We've been watching the new episodes. The Great North, we've been watching that. That's good. Uh, Shrinking, we started watching Shrinking. Uh, it is written and executive produced by uh, Brett Goldstein, uh, Jason Sudeikis, who also stars in it, uh, Bill Lawrence. Uh, he's the one who also made, you know, Ted Lasso and many other great shows. Uh, it also stars Harrison Ford, uh, Jessica Williams, a bunch of other good people. So that's a good show that we've been watching. And uh, there's a lot of other stuff that we have to do and watch. Just trying to get all my work done. I have so many things to do. Speaking of, let's end this episode so I can go do more things. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Do what? 